Good morning! Welcome to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We look forward to having you on the show. This morning's episode is titled, For This Thy Saying, Go Thy Way. It shall be focused on a study of Mark chapter 7. Before we go any further, we begin with the word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for Thy Word and for how, Lord, we learn about having a good attitude. We pray, help us to always have a good attitude for as the prophet taught us that the right mental attitude towards the pro- every promise of God will bring it to pass. So give us Thy mind, the mind of Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Up next, we shall listen to Mark chapter 7. Chapter 7 Then came together unto him the Pharisees, and certain of the scribes which came from Jerusalem. And when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with defiled, that is to say, with unwashen hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all the Jews, except they wash their hands oft, eat not, holding the tradition of the elders. And when they come from the market, except they wash, they eat not. And many other things there be, which they have received to hold, as the washing of cups and pots, brass and vessels, and of tables. Then the Pharisees and scribes asked him, Why walk not thy disciples according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unwashing hands? He answered, and said unto them, Well hath Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honoureth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups, and many other such like things ye do. And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own tradition. For Moses said, Honor thy father and thy mother, and whoso curseth father or mother, let him die the death. But ye say, If a man shall say to his father or mother, It is Corban, that is to say, a gift, by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, he shall be free. Can ye suffer him no more to do aught for his father or his mother, making the word of God of none effect through your tradition, which ye have delivered, and many such like things do ye? And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me, every one of you, and understand. There is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are they that defile the man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he saith unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him? Because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly, and goeth out into the draught, purging all meats? And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. 
And from thence he arose, and went into the borders of Tyre and Sidon, and entered into an house, and would have no man know it. But he could not be hid. For a certain woman, whose young daughter had an unclean spirit, heard of him, and came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled. For he does not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it unto the dogs. And she answered and said unto him, Yes, Lord, yet the dogs under the table eat of the children's crumbs. And he said unto her, For this saying, Go thy way, the devil is gone out of thy daughter. And when she was come to her house, she found the devil gone out, and her daughter laid upon the bed. And again, departing from the coasts of Tyre and Sidon, he came unto the sea of Galilee, through the midst of the coasts of Decapolis. And they bring unto him one that was deaf, and had an impediment in his speech, and they beseech him to put his hand upon him. And he took him aside from the multitude, and put his fingers into his ears, and he spit, and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven he sighed, and saith unto him, Ephethah, that is, be opened. And straightway his ears were opened, and the string of his tongue was loosed, and he spake plain. And he charged them that they should tell no man, but the more he charged them, so much the more a great deal they published it, and were beyond measure astonished, saying, He hath done all things well. He maketh both the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. Up next, we shall listen to a sermon by Reverend William Branham titled Perseverance. This was preached in 1962 on May the 20th. We'll begin at paragraph 41 up to paragraph 60. I trust you find it to be a blessing. This poor Greek woman, we'll have to hurry and get to her right quick. Talk about her a few minutes. I imagine she had some difficulties too. The first place we find out that she heard of him. That's the first thing to do. You have to hear of him. She heard of him. She heard of what? His fame. Who he was. No doubt some good person had scattered the news. And she had a child that was sick. And it, nothing could do it any good. It was possessed with perhaps epilepsy. It had a spirit that was probably going to kill her, be on her all of her life. She heard others being healed. Now maybe somebody said, now wait a minute. The first, you can't go to that group. He's a Jew. He belongs to another organization. <laughs> you, you can't, he's from another group. You can't go to him. You know, somehow faith finds a source that others don't know nothing about. <laughs> No matter how much they try to say don't go, they go anyhow. Because faith finds its source. Others don't see it. That's right. Now she knowed his word. And the Bible said in Hebrews, the fourth chapter and the twelfth verse, that the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. Uh, cutting even to the, the sunder, the, the soul, and a discerner of the thoughts of the heart. That's what the Word of God does. It discerns even the thoughts that's in your heart. Listen! Faith is the hand that can yield that sword. No other hand can do it. 
No ecclesiastical hand, no organizational hand, no group hands, no national hands. It takes a hand of faith to do it. And it depends on how strong that hand is. You might cut enough away from you see that you're, you're free from sin. Then if it's strong enough, you can cut into healing. You can cut into anything that God promised. It's all out there. As he told Joshua, everywhere the soles of your foot set, that's possession. Depends on how strong that hand of faith is that yields that sword of God's word. Oh, it's true. She had many hindrances, but her faith didn't have any hindrance. <laughs> you might have some. I have plenty of them. <laughs> A lot of hindrances. But about your faith. That's the thing. If you can't be persistent, if you're going to let uh, uh, everything hinder you. Now, physically, you might feel bad. Physically, you might not feel well. And uh, uh, otherwise, you might not feel like uh, do, going to church. You might not feel like doing anything. But your faith don't have no hindrance. It moves on anyhow. Maybe your pastor prayed for you, anointed you with oil. That's what he's supposed to do. And you go back and say, Pastor, I don't feel any better. Oh, my. You're not, you ought to come up in the first place. See, you're going by your feeling. But your faith, if you've got faith, well, you say, I'll just wait till Brother Roberts comes by. Or Brother Branham or some of them others. Oh, my. That's not it. It's your faith in the Word of God. God said, call the elders and let them anoint you. And all I pray when a prayer of faith shall save the sick. If you've got faith in God and faith in the prayer, then go on anyhow. There's nothing going to stop it. See? Why? You've got faith. You believe it. Faith don't have any hindrances. Oh, but the woman had plenty of hindrances. And you have plenty of physical hindrances and spiritual hindrances. But if your faith believes in God, there's no hindrances to your faith. Somebody might have said, now, wait a minute. Now, you're a Greek going to a Jew. You're a Baptist going to a Pentecostal. <laughs> you know, all these things. Some of them might have been said, now, just a minute, dear. You know good and well that the days of miracles is past. There's no such a thing as that. That's only emotion. Haven't we had that all down through the ages? We've heard that bunch of Jews that claim to believe in some supernatural God. Our God down there in the temple do just as much for you, more than what he could do. There's nothing to that. You don't see our people all carried away with such illusions as that. We go down to our idol and we bow down to it and we pay our tribute to it and all this and we go back and we live peaceful lives. We're not always tore up like that bunch of holy rollers. We're always doing this, that, and the other, you know. That's just another one. But you see, my, another might have come up and said, now wait a minute. Do you know your husband's a businessman in this city? And your own son might have been a a priest to the great goddess down there, the Grecian goddess. You know, it would, it, it would be terrible. Your husband will turn you right away from home. Well, you shouldn't go down there. That's horrible. And others might stand and say, you go down there with such a thing as that, you'll be the laughing stock of our nation. Everybody will just haw-haw and laugh at you. The little woman stand listening to all that, you know. You know, and others might have walked up the priest of her goddess might have walked up and said, Now, just a minute. You go down there and you take your membership from this church. Oh, she had plenty of hindrances, no doubt. But you know, that didn't stop her. She held on. All them might have been right, but still there was something inside of her. She believed that she was on the right path. She believed that if he was God at all, he's God of every nation. If he was God at all, he's God of the whole creation. 
And if he could heal a Jew, he could heal a Gentile. So what difference did it make whether she's Jew or Gentile? She just go to get in the presence of God. Ah, my. That nailed it down. Now, she fights through all of that. Now, look what she had to come through and many other things. Of, if I had time, I could go through it, you know. But uh, just say them things. And she had to fight against all that. Then she gets to him. And now he's hid himself in a room. <laughs> now, the guard at the door said, Nope, nobody coming in. He's in there, but he's tired. Don't bother him. Maybe Simon sent the door to disciple him. So now if you get to him, you're going to have to pass over me. <laughs> another York stood Andrew behind him, another behind him. Oh, my. But somehow, I don't know how she done it, but she got to him. See? And then when she got to him, she explained her case, what she had in mind. Her daughter was sick. And now look at the disappointment. Even the very one she come to, the one she knew to be God. And she, he said, I'm not sent to your race. What a mark that was. I'm sent to the children of God. And you're nothing but a bunch of dogs. Whoa, wouldn't that have blowed the Pentecostal sky high? Oh, I'm sent to a race of people who's believed in me. I'm sent to the Jews, the children. And I've got to feed them, not you bunch of dogs. Calling her a dog. Said he wasn't sent to her. But you know, faith, she's still held on. She is persistent, persevering. Why, she had faith. She knowed that that was God. And she knew that if he could heal a Jew, he created a Gentile. It seems he created a Jew. There's somewhere she could touch him. <laughs> oh, brother, I like that. <laughs> Just keep punching. <laughs> Amen. Knock. Now, the right translation of that is not he that knocks. It's knocketh. He that asked does not say, Lord, or he that knocketh. Just walk away. No. You just keep standing there knocking. Lord, I'm on in. Open up to me. That's it. That's it. Like the widow and the unjust judge. See? Just keep knocking constantly. She was determined. Faith caught something. She was persistent with it. She knowed that she had to get there because maybe one of her neighbors had the same kind of uh, situation. Some Jewish woman that she knowed had a daughter the same way and was healed. She had to get there. That's all there was to it. She must get there and she was persistent. No matter if he turned her down. All right, that's true. Said, you bunch of dogs are not even worthy of the food. I've got to feed the children over here. She said, that's true, Lord. <laughs> See, what? Faith. This is a scorcher. And I hope you get it. Faith always recognizes the word to be true. <laughs> That's right. Faith always sanctions the word with an amen. No matter what anything else is, the word's always right. No matter if they say the days of miracles is past and the Bible said Jesus Christ same yesterday and forever, faith says that's the truth. That's right. If they say the Holy Ghost is just for a group back there, 120 on the day of Pentecost, and the Bible said, Peter said on Pentecost, the promises unto you and to your children and them as far off even as men as the Lord our God shall call faith holds to that. Nobody can take it away from you. You got it. Oh, I don't know if no one ever did receive it. God promised it. Here I am after it. That's for another day. It's for me too because something in me tells me that he just loves as much today as he ever did. He's the same God. 
then you can be persistent and stay right there. Knocking, seeking, holding on until the Holy Ghost comes down upon you. Amen. Amen. Now I feel religious. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I know that's true. I've tested it. I know it's the truth. All right. Her faith held on. My. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yes, she said, that's true, Lord. I'm a dog. I'm a Gentile. I'm not worthy of any of these blessings. It actually belongs to the Jews. You come to your own. I believe every bit of that. But still, still down in her heart, she wasn't hurt. She didn't feel bad about it. She was recognizing the truth. Now, if God come tell you in some of the cold formal conditions that you'll perish in your sins if you continue that way, well, you'd blow up my, my, my. You wouldn't listen to it. You say, that's a false prophet, yet the Word tells you that's the truth. But you won't listen to the Word. Oh, brother, I like it. Boy, she wasn't a hotbed plant. <laughs> she wasn't a, had to be sprayed a hybrid like some of the crop that this generation has produced. <laughs> yeah, amen. That's true. Had to be babied around. No, uh, I have taken, you know, she'd take it any way he'd give it. That's <laughs> all. So she was there for it. She wanted it. Not, Lord, now you, you quit talking like that to me. And you come over to my house. That, that wasn't, he just, he just wanted to hear, he, she just wanted him to say so. That's all. That's all she wanted to hear, just him to say so. She didn't have to be sprayed over and babied and petted and, oh, now, dear, you should come. You know, if you'll come tonight, I'll go with you sometime somewhere. Oh, mercy. That's right. Oh, i tell you what. I'll have our pastor to get you a front seat, and I'll get a special interview with you. After. Oh, my baby, such stuff. is that, That's hybrid stuff. Yeah. All the Father has given me will come to me, said Jesus. And no man can come except my Father draws him. Weigh that up in your scales one time. See where you are. Yes, sir. You find out it'll flesh. <laughs> yes, sir. Put the Geiger on that and find out what happens. That's right. It'll flesh. Why? It's a real, genuine word of God. Jesus said, No man can come to me except my Father draws him. And all the Father has given me will come. You don't have to baby and pet him and promise her to go to have a fleet of Cadillacs if you'll receive the Holy Ghost and you'll go to business and go to prosper and you'll go to have bigger churches and higher steeples and better educated preachers and flow. No. Get away from it. Faith that holds the Word of God yields the power of God. Right. And you're persistent. Well, I ain't got no fleet of Cadillacs yet, and I've been over here with you all a year. All I've got is a lot of persecution. Oh, you hybrid. Donkey. Don't even know what Papa Mama is. That's the way it is. Oh, my, my. Yeah. Oh, she admitted to the truth. I'm not worthy of it, Lord. That's right. But she said, what? I'm here just for the crumbs. It's true. The children eat. You're right, Lord. Your words are true, every one of them. And I'm not worthy to set that table with the, with the children. Certainly not. But, Lord, let me call something to your attention. The dogs are willing to eat the crumbs that fall from the children's table. Hallelujah. That got him. How different it is today. How different it is with we people who call ourselves Pentecostal. If we're going to get the whole loaf and it's smeared with butter, we don't want to sir. I'll have nothing to do with it. Oh, my. Whole hog or none at all. You know how they say it. Right! 
She was after the crumbs. She said, Lord, that, uh, you're the, that's the truth. What you said is the truth. Faith always recognizes the truth. But she said, I'm here just for the crumbs. If I could just only find some crumbs. I'm a dog, but the dogs are privileged to eat the crumbs. Oh, brother. I remember, she was a Gentile. She had never seen a miracle. No, sir. She had never seen a miracle. She's a Gentile. But she didn't have to be showing. He didn't have to come saying, Now, look here. I want to show you something. I want you to watch. See, the, watch her. I'm going to pray a minute. Watch blood run down on my hands. He could have done that. Sure he could. He said, wait a minute. Let me show you one of my miracles. Bring me a little water. You know, Moses, uh, the prophet, that uh, I'm the... I'm succeeding him, but I tell you, uh, he turned the sea into water down there, the blood. You believe that? Yeah. Well, get me a pan of water here. I'll show you I can do the same thing. Oh, that would have been nonsense. She didn't want to see that. She's like Rahab the harlot. When the spies went over to spy out the land and Rahab saw him, that's her first opportunity she had. She didn't say, say, bring Joshua over here and let me see him. Let me size him up. Is he a great, big, handsome fella? Does he have curly hair? Well, you know, I might believe him to be the leader of God's band. She didn't want to see Joshua. She didn't want to see any of his miracles. She said, I heard that God's with you. I want to go with you, too. Amen. She is persistent. I don't care what the rest of my people do, how well they're dug in, how much they're fortified. God's give you this place, and I want to go with you. Amen. She is persistent. Yes, sir. Like Rahab. That's the way this Gentile woman was. She was persistent. She said, ah, the dogs can eat the crumbs. Jesus said, for this saying, oh my, what? She had approached the gift of God in the right way. And if you approach the Holy Ghost, the gift of God, in the right way, you'll not only get crumbs, you'll get a plateful if you'll just approach it in the right way. There's only one way to approach it. That's not take your letter from one church to another. That's not run from one denomination to another. That's not for repeating what's called the creed or the Apostles' Creed. It's not the Apostles' Creed. And um, if you'll repeat the right Apostles' Creed, it'll be all right. Acts tells you how to do it. Peter said on the day of Pentecost, said, Repent! (laughs) There you are. Repent, every one of you, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That's the creed. That's the way to do it. Yes, sir. She had it then. She had it right. She is approaching the gift in the correct way. And if you'll approach it in the same way, repent and be baptized, then you're sure to get the Holy Ghost because God promised it. Exactly right. With an authoritative word. You say, well, St. Christopher so-and-so said so-and-so. And great uh, Dwight Moody, great man. I don't say there wasn't, but they're unauthoritative. If they are absolutely, there's only one authority, and that's this Bible. Say, well, the Wesleyan Church does this way, and they sprinkle instead of baptize all these other things that they got all mixed up. Say, well, they were great people. I don't care. I believe they were, too. I believe they were great people, too. But they haven't got the authoritative right to do that. For the Bible said, whosoever shall take one word away from this or add anything to it, the same of his part will be taken in the book of life. This is the word. This is the truth. Well, I know, but you see, we're schooled and our pastors have done so-and-so. They've got such educations and they've studied the Bible, they've studied all history, and they claim that the days of miracles is past, but God said it isn't. Jesus said, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works. 
someone said, oh, sure, we do greater works because we've got a greater organization than he had. We've got greater, we're all the way around the world. Wait a minute, before you do that, do the works he did first, and then you can do the greater. <laughs> he said you do his works first, and then go greater. If you take the translation of that originally, it didn't say greater, it said more. The same works and more all the way around the world. Then you got it right. <laughs> yeah, but there it is, unauthoritative word. Someone asked me the other day, he said, well, Brother Branham, don't you believe in purgatory? I said, sure, I believe in purgatory. said, uh, well, fine. said, that's good. said, you know, I said, but I don't believe it after you die. Some priest to pray out of it or some preacher. I said, I believe in purgatory, sure, purging your soul. But we do that now. When we do something wrong, let's get down and have a purgatory. Say, God, cleanse me. Take the thing out of me. Purge me. Wash me. Make me new. I believe in purging my soul. Yes, sir, I do that daily. I'm in purgatory daily then. <laughs> so just purging my soul every day before God. Well, he said St. Andrew and St. So-and-so and St. Francis and all these others. They, I said, that may be all right. And you know, St. So-and-so, St. Cecilia, I said, that may be all right, too. I don't say that. Well, say, I said, that's true. you got 600 different books to go from. You don't know where you're standing. That's right. But that's unauthoritative word. I told him I didn't believe in intercession of saints. Said Saint so and so said, but I said Peter said there's no other mediator between God and man but that man Christ Jesus. He had the authority. Those apostles had the authority. Arguing about baptism, I said, what do they say about it? Right? See what they said. The others is unauthoritative words. This is the word. When you've got God's word, if our, if if, uh, if we got God's word and know that it's the truth, we can be so persistent, brother, and move right on in because God said so. That's the reason I have always depended on that. And I don't go in myself. I go when he tells me. I stay right with his word. I don't go right or left. I stay right with it. And that's the reason he blesses it. Stay with it. No matter how the devil tries to throw everything in front of me, say, you'll be put out of your church, you'll be do this. Stay with it. God promised it. It's his word. Amen. Stay with it. It's authoritative word. God's authoritative word. That's right. He did say to that church, whosoever sins, you can remit, remit it. Whosoever sins, you retain. But what kind of church was it? <laughs> Wish we could preach on that a while sometime. All right. We won't now. For this saying, the crumbs. Oh, go find your child now. Now, he never went to pray for it. He just said it, and that's all she wanted to know. <laughs> I can imagine saying, thank you, my Lord. Blessed be your holy name. Going right back. All them critics stand on the street. Hey, what did you get? My daughter's healed. How do you know she's having a fit when I left up there? That don't make a bit of difference. I got it. Why? He said so. Amen. Amen. She met the pastor of her goddess down there and said, Why, you know what? I've got your letter wrote out. <laughs> I'll save you the trouble. Don't even bring it to me. Throw it in the fire anyhow. Why? I'm on my road. I've got my request. My daughter's healed. Yeah, amen. amen. Remember. She was the first Gentile that a miracle was ever performed on by Jesus Christ. Yeah. Faith admits the word is right. As we get towards the end of this episode, we'll end with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank thee for thy word, which you've spoken to us out of. You said, heavens and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. So we hold on to it, Father, knowing that when all else fail, and your word shall remain. Speak to us today with the word that you've given us today and may it continue to minister to our hearts and that we may meditate on it day and night. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. 
Thanks for listening to Honey in the Rock, your daily dose of inspiration and encouragement. We hope to continue to earn your viewership throughout the year as we read the Bible from cover to cover. To make this a better listening experience for you, would really appreciate your feedback. So please email us at honeyintherock2020 at gmail.com. We also have accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us, share our pages, and subscribe. Now we'll leave you with the parting song. God richly bless you. As we do, I believe. I'm a believer. Do I believe the part about Calvary? I'm a believer. Yes, I believe he went to the grave and he rose again on the third day and he lived inside of me. I believe. Same.